1: That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
0: Hey, this is Nick Katniss from Black Label Society and you're listening to Talking Metal. Crank it up. This is
2: JD from Black Label, and you're listening to Talking Metal.
3: A stripped-down rock and roll flame color, The Gibson Les Paul BFG is the most powerful Les Paul Gibson has ever made. Blasted back to the bare essentials. The BFG is the Les Paul for guitarists who want it loud, raw, and wild. Two volumes in one tone control the sonic spectrum. Put out by a high-power burst bucker, three humbucker in the bridge, and a screaming single-coil P90 in the neck. An innovative powerhouse, the Gibson Les Paul BFG has no binding, no fidget top, no finishing touches. This gives the BFG a distinctive look that is both modern and vintage while allowing for a price that makes pure Les Paul performance available to all players. The result is a perfect storm of eye-catching style, incredible tone, and unbeatable playability. All at a great price. Check it out at gibson.com slash bfg. Rock. Rock
2: over London. Zurich, Auckland. Dublin. Dallas. Milwaukee. Los Angeles. Sydney. Indianapolis. Tokyo. Seattle. Paris. Budapest. Berlin. New York. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, two men who are committed to rocking you wherever you might be. John Astronomy and Mark Striegel. Welcome to the Talking Metal Podcast. Broadcasting around the world from TalkingMetal.com and Striegel's
3: Hey, it's John Astronomy. I'm hanging out with Mark. We are in Rockefeller Center, right outside the Today Show.
1: Yeah, literally right outside the windows where they do the Today Show every morning uh, in the Rockefeller Plaza Drive, uh, right across the street from Dean and DeLuca, kitty-corner from the Rockefeller Center skating rink. Right over there, they have the Christmas tree every year. Of course, it's not there anymore, but uh, that's where they do it. How you doing?
3: I'm doing pretty good. I can't believe that that ice rink is still operating and it is practically the summer yeah and it's packed with people right now
1: anybody uh mess with your head on april fools
3: yes eric said that the violin broke in half and i was like oh my god it's a rented violin
1: and then he said april fools so he totally got me wow yeah you know who got me who's that yarmo from here today wow. gone wow. to hell yeah he uh he had up on his site which is here today gone to That's the place you want to go for all your Guns N' Roses news. Uh, On his message board, he had that you were now able to vote posters off the site, and they would be banned from the site and stuff. And he had, like, E-Fish up there, like Mother Goose Forever, all these guys that we know. Uh, E-Fish, I think, actually posts on our site, too. But um, it was pretty funny. And um, I think Mother Goose Forever was was the, uh, like, uh, top guy to get voted off. I think that's one of the guys from Eating My Silkworms, although I'm not, I'm not totally sure. Anyways, uh, I thought it was real. I was like, this is the most craziest thing I ever heard. These poor people are going to get voted off their favorite message board. Oh, my God. That is insane, man. Yeah, it was funny stuff. Our friend Rick Ernst, who we've worked with uh, on and off for many years, um, has a new movie out that he's been working on for years. It's called Get Thrashed. Yeah, absolutely. I have a screener of it, and it is unbelievable. Cool. We should get Rick on the show. You guys should all be on the lookout for that movie, Get Thrashed. It's a documentary. I was calling out people who were on our TalkingMetalForums.com, and uh, I called Mystic Pain Mystic Pizza.
3: (laughs) I know, because I think there's another person named Pizza Man, right?
1: Yeah, and then I think there's a movie called Mystic Pizza, right? Right,
3: right, exactly. It was uh, done in Mystic, Connecticut.
1: And I also called Ranch on Mars. I called him Rock on Mars or something. But uh, So some corrections on our uh, posters. Guys, we love you. The message boards are exploding. Z-Man is going absolutely crazy. He almost has 100 posts on there. The big news is I made one post since our last podcast, and I will be
3: making many more in the future as soon as I uh, settle down a little bit.
1: Definitely. Uh, message boards are a lot of fun. Thanks, guys, for being so uh, supportive. And thanks to John Casimano, a.k.a. Exciter for hanging out with us on the last podcast. It was great hanging with you, and John runs our, John Casimano, that is, runs our TalkingMetalForums.com website.
3: I actually was very worried the night of the Heaven and Hell show that John Casimano was abducted in New York City.
1: Yeah, apparently he just had the times confused. You know, he we told him six, and he thought it was seven, but uh, I don't know.
3: <laughs> and he took a nap that day, which is, like, really amazing because uh, I, I've not taken a nap ever.
1: Probably, we got another live show happening this Thursday night, so check that out. 7 p.m. TalkingMetalLive.com is the website, and hopefully this will be happening. Usually what we do is an Alien Rock podcast live, followed by a Talking Metal live streaming show, so hopefully that will be happening. Stay tuned to the message boards and to TalkingMetalLive.com for News, if that is actually going to happen. I think it is, but the producer of the show, his wife, just had a baby, so we are kind of just waiting to hear back from him. But it's on his calendar, I know that. So hopefully Thursday, tomorrow night, you'll be uh, joining us at 7 p.m. East Coast time at TalkingMetalLive.com. Let's do a
3: toast. I am drinking, because it's the daytime, something as close to beer as I can get without actually drinking beer or non alcoholic beer, it's Diet Root beer. And it is from the Boylan Bottle Works. Purchased at the
1: NBC building Rockefeller Center. Cheers. Yeah, I'm drinking Coke. Usually I go for Pepsi, but all they had was Coke, so there you go. Alright. What else we got? I think that's about it. Maybe uh get into some music right now. How about a little black label society? Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna get into
3: Blood is Thicker Than Water from the Shot to Hell record and then we're going to follow that up with an interview with evil twin Nick catanese We have an amazing interview with Nick. We've got a great interview with J.D., J.D.'s family and Nick's family and Nick in the background coming up later in the show. So stay tuned. But right now here's Blood is Thicker Than Water from Shot to Hell by Black Label Society. tour bus black label society with nick katanese the evil twin how you doing man i'm good brother good hanging out with you i heard some amazing news that you got engaged tell me about it
0: yeah i did actually um it was uh two days ago and um i was it was had it all planned out uh yesterday was our day off and uh we played pittsburgh my hometown uh two days ago went awesome and the next day we were supposed to have off. I was going to pop the question and I found out that we had to come to Baltimore. So uh, <laughs> my plans pretty much went down the crapper at that point. and And um, so I just asked her on the bus and, and uh, so I guess that's kind of different than, than, than a, a little average dinner or, you know, whatever. But yeah, so uh, it's all good. I mean, can't find a better one. So she's, she's the shit. She's,
3: now congratulations a and b what more of a heavy metal rock and roll way to propose is to do it on the tour bus i think that's out of control
0: yeah yeah you know a lot of people um you know they posted it on the blacklabelsociety.com you know that, that uh you know we got engaged and i, I got tons of e- uh, emails i want to thank everybody too from uh, uh email me on uh, my myspace i had like 18 pages of of yeah. comments of you know, people congratulating and 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 you know also to, you know, to her people are being really cool to her and uh it's just uh it's cool to see the people showing some love, you know, and, and uh and I wish I could invite everybody to you know, to the party, you know, <laughs> afterwards. It'd be a big ass party but but uh, you know, everything is we're just kinda taking baby you know, baby steps. Everybody's like, you know, so you know, did you set a day for the wedding? I'm like, No, oh, it just just right. happened two days ago right. so but uh it's all good. I think you got to have the wedding in the civic arena. Yeah. Yeah, we could do it there, it, it, but you know, we always thought about just uh just a normal beach, you know, beach thing, just immediate family and friends because like uh a couple of friends of mine got married and I got dressed up in a penguin suit and everything, you know, the talks and you know, you sit there and you kind of look around and you ask like, "Do you know that person?" Like, "No." Do you know that person? No, right. but they're eating your food, and you're spending right. all this money on something that you can spend the money on yourself. Have your, you know, your parents and your best friends there, and go ride some jet skis afterwards, or whatever, and just have it real casual, and, and then save a ton of dough, and then spend it on your honeymoon where you want to go you know so i think that's that's pretty killer you know that that but i mean and thank god she's she's into that too so you know because it's always the bride's choice you know we got to go along with them so that's it
3: no, I, I agree with that because there's just so many weddings where there's just people and, like, the bride and groom may have no idea who 80% of the people are. And I always feel bad because, you know, the, at least in my hometown, the tradition was that the bride's family would pay for the thing. And, you know, it's just crazy. You're paying, like, so much money for this, this One event. Day. One day, what I think is important is that you guys have the people that are the closest to you, your immediate family, and go do something fun for
0: you guys. Right, right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I just want to have... You know, of course, I'll have, you know, the guys in the band and, and, and uh, you know, my folks and everything, but, but just uh, try to have a day of just to yourself and, you know, like you said, have a good time and not sit there and, like, have dollar signs in your eyes the whole time going, man, this guy that I don't even know is eating the filet mignon. It's right. like, whoa, whoa, you know, but, it, you know, that that's something down in the future, just, you know, I'm just happy with the way things are going <laughs> now, so that's, uh, you know... It's a good day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How long have you guys been together? um going on going on a year. I mean, very, I very cool, man. Yeah. Now did you guys meet back in Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Met in Pittsburgh and, and just uh I mean, she's basically she's she's me. I mean it's if she could play guitar, you know, I mean she's just way better looking. But but uh but um no, I mean, you know, she likes the same music I like, with same sense of humor, same uh everything. I mean, you you know, we go to a movie place, she'll get slapstick stuff or we like, you know, she we both hate drama movies cuz there's enough drama in the world why you want to watch more, you know, but uh I mean, and she, and the, the the biggest thing is she's the biggest supporter of, you know, of what I do with it. It's, you know, not nagging me of coming home and stop this and you know she's always just like go do what you gotta do i'll be here when you get home and just have a good time you know and and that and that's what you need you know and having her as my fiance now is it's you know to me it makes me feel better you know leaving it makes it more concrete than than just a girlfriend at home you know so
3: and you know when you come back home she's there for you and everything is cool
0: oh yeah absolutely and you know and like they always say it's like time apart always you know makes you grow together you know because you're there 24 hours a day looking at each other you're just like god you know like now as like you get home there's there's still some like you know sparks and right. everything it's it's cool you know if you if, if you know you play it right and you're smart and you're not a jackass and you know it's a it's a good thing
3: well, congratulations, Nick! Uh, unbelievable, and I want to congratulate you on another thing: is that you did an amazing show in Pittsburgh, your hometown, my hometown as well. Yeah. I wish I could have came; I was uh, stuck in New York uh, working, but uh, I heard it was an unbelievable show.
0: Yeah, um, and that was the first show, in in four or five years we played by ourselves. Like the other times were with Ozfest, so we're, that was. I mean, to me, that's just not a show. I mean. This time we got the full production and everything, and and uh, packed to the gills. I mean, the place was so packed, and and uh, you know Zach introduced the band, and like right before he even into, you know introduced me, like the Evil Twin chant, chant we started. Right. You know, I was just like, yeah, your Man, dad told me about it. It was just, amazing. It, it, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just it's just it's just crazy. I mean, like people people actually. <laughs> you can take that cash. That's <laughs> great. Listen to
3: this phone. Let's get it playing on talking metal.
0: Amazing, photo. You better check that. You gotta love the cash. Absolutely. But but, but, uh, no, I mean, you know, the show was just, you know, just amazing. I mean, the crowd was into it, and now it's just, uh, I don't know. You just feel some sort of success of just saying, "All right, we just destroyed this place," you know, and 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 moved on. So you know, have have that now. You know, have a fiance, have my guitar up in a Hard Rock in Pittsburgh. I mean, things are. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy, you know. You, it, it. Never thought it would be this way.
3: It's a dream come true. And what's great is all the Talking Metal uh, listeners and now viewers have seen your hard rock induction on Talking Metal, and yeah. that was amazing. People love that. And let me tell you that those Black Label episodes, the one we did with you and JD, were some of our highest rated episodes ever.
0: That's killer. I, you know, I appreciate it. I mean, it. I'm, you know, I know JD does too. But, you know. The whole experience of just... You know, I, I never, ever thought that I would get a guitar in a hard rock. You know, and, and to, to walk in and see it on the wall and there's your vest and there's your name under it. And it's just, it's it, it's it's surreal. It's just, you know, even in a video, that's what I say. It's a surreal thing. I mean, because there's many hard rocks I've been to and, and like, wow, I wonder what that's like. You know, to walk in and see your, your instrument. Because I know half the time you walk into those things that's not even their guitar right it's like just some copy or something yeah. like that you know like they had a kurt cobain and it was a righty and i'm like oh, he's right. a lefty you right. know it's like you know but that's that was that was that's mine right. and they put it up in the case and all and everything and it it's a it it's a sweet thing man everything's I, right now I, I i can't complain it's 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 good
3: Being a musician from Pennsylvania, we are just completely proud of you. And everybody in the scene in Pittsburgh and all the fans of your old bands, High Voltage and everything, are just so psyched that you really, you know, achieved the success that you did. And congratulations to you, man. You deserve it because you're a hardworking, nice guy,
0: rock and roll guitar player. Thank you. Thank you. Um, It's great to hear. And, you know, I just, you know, to me, you know, I never... uh, Consider myself, you know, like the quote rock star thing. It's, it's, I always feel like the lucky punk that got, you know, his chance to play. And, and, uh, that's why I'm, you know, I'm always, you know, congenial with the fans and everything because it, as fast as you get it is as fast as it goes away. And, and unfortunately, the way the world is, is people will always remember what you did wrong. Right. They never, like, remembered, oh, he did this, cool, but this one day he was a real jerk and he, you know, right. and he snobbed me. They'll, they'll, they'll always remember the bad. So it's like, even if you're having a bad day, suck it up and just for five minutes make somebody's day and just be a, be, be I mean, you're getting paid to hang with your best friends, play an hour a day. What is the problem? you know I mean what is the big like, like people with egos I just can't stand it it's, I mean it's just you know and going home like I'll go see local bands and there's you know there's some people around town that do have egos and it, it, as soon as I walk into the room they just suddenly shut up because they <laughs> really have nothing to say to me that's that's, you know and I'm the first one to say hey you know do you want to do you want to drink or something I mean I'm, you know, but, you know, me and Zach even talk about it. We're like, what, what makes somebody, uh, you know, have an ego or a jerk? Like, I, like I'm convinced that you're, you're born a good person or a bad person. Like there's no, there's some, there's nothing in your life that changes you into that. It's, I mean, I've met people that have egos that work at McDonald's. Like, if you ask for a refill of of, of a Coke, right. they give you a, a, a huff and a puff, and they walk away and get your like. Now, imagine that person having power, right. you know, over or being some sort of status. They would be the biggest egomaniac on the planet. But if you're if you're a nice person and calm and 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 respect people and know that without the fans, you're nothing. You, you got it made. You know, I mean, all, all you got to do is do your job, shut up, go play your guitar, and put on a show for the for the fans. That's that's your, that's how hard is that? It's a, it, like I don't need to be a rocket science to you know figure that out. You know, it, it's it's just real basic and real simple. You know, and uh, luckily I met you know everybody that I've met have been sweet you know like going to going to nam in uh january getting to meet paul stanley I, I mean here's a guy i had a kiss lunchbox in kindergarten and i'm and i'm talking to him and his son it's like that's insane
3: and i heard that his son was psyched to meet you nick yeah. from black label
0: yeah and, and still to this day he he's wearing this little skull thing with my picker you know I, I mean it makes no sense to me it, it's still like Paul Stanley like there's a picture I think it was my mom or my fiance took a picture of me and Paul just talking and those pictures are, are to me are more they capture something when yeah. when you're not when you're not posing like it's, you know he's true just, thing yeah you, you know, know he's that. yeah he's just leaning against the wall smiling and, and we're just we're just shooting a breeze like me and you and it's like that's paul stanley like i I, and yeah but you know when you look at it and 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 you take it take everything away it's just us you know what i mean it's just it's just flesh and bones but this guy wrote the the songs that changed your life you know and and it was funny a funny story like you know i told him that i had a kid's lunchbox in kindergarten so like you know so, you know, my fiance is like, Well, I think that you know, he kinda of made him feel old, right? So we go that night, we uh monster energy you know, energy drinks, they they sponsored me and they they uh they were having this party for uh for Avenge Sevenfold and um uh Sinister Gates. Right, he had a guitar player. Yeah. He's like twenty, twenty one years old or whatever i go in and i shake his hand and and he goes man he goes it's really cool you came out because you know you and zach you know you're pretty much you know some of influences that made me started the. play i'm like oh yeah, it's like another it, generation it, it came back to me like like now i know what paul felt like i go okay i get it you know now okay he's i mean and god bless him man it's like you know that band is is you know they're 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 trying to bring back just like we are guitar guitar rock and, and playing your instrument and learn how to play and um it, it's cool
3: yeah i like it about those guys because both uh, zaki and sinister are actually great guitar players and it's nice to see some real guitar players back in metal bands again because for a while there there were no solos and awesome. nothing like that and and it's so cool to see some guitar playing musicianship back into
0: heavy metal and rock and roll yeah yeah absolutely and you know it's been missing it a lot you know I mean every every, you know CD or whatever I mean for the longest time I didn't buy CDs because I I wasn't into anything and, and uh, you know I'd, I'd, I'd look on a computer and see what was on and then if I liked something I'd go get it but like I'd always go back to the old stuff listen to old Van Halen listen to old Kiss and Zeppelin and Sabbath and, and just like you know the thing that just blows me away is like Still to this day is like how Tony Naomi, how did you write those riffs? Like still, like I mean, and he didn't copy anybody. Like how did Into the Void come out of your hands? I mean, the most evil riff on the planet, or or Sabbath, bloody Sabbath, or like yeah, I mean just, and he's the most underrated. Nobody even gives him the the, any credit whatsoever. And without him, there'd be nobody. uh, He invented it. Yeah, I mean, he's the godfather of, of the riff. I mean, the the lord of the riff. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's just, it, it's crazy. I mean, you, you know, I'll sit there and learn, you know, Sabbath songs and just like, man, how, what was going through your mind to come up with this? You know, and now, unfortunately, we, you know, we live in a time where no matter what you write, it sounds like Something.
3: There's nothing you can do
0: about it because somebody's going to say, that kind of sounds like that. Yeah, I mean, it's going to sound like Alice in Chains, or you're going to sound like Zeppelin, or you're going to sound like Sabbath. And, you know, with Zach, I mean, a lot of stuff, like, well, you are you know, you got to sound like Ozzy. Well, of course we do. I mean, it's like, you know, how don't we sound like Ozzy? The guys right. played with Ozzy for 20 years. You know, it's like, it, come on. You know, and and being compared to Aussie doesn't suck. You know, that, that's a great thing to you know to me. So yeah, I take that as a compliment, actually. Yeah. Big time, big time. I mean, and uh, it's just gonna just gonna continue to grow. And and uh, you know, I'm putting, you know, I'm gonna be doing some doing some work on my own, and and uh, still, you know, still be with Black Label, kind of kind of doing the same thing Zach's doing. Just always have you know Black Label as your home, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Yeah be uh you know working with some people and and uh whenever all that happens i'll definitely be you know giving you the insight You know that'd be great we'd like to get an exclusive on talking yeah, metal yeah yeah you you'll you'll be the first to you know once we get uh you know when you know we get everybody together we get you know you'll be the first one to to get the get the whole scoop on it so
3: thank you very much nick we were really psyched for that and we are psyched to hear your own stuff as well and uh, I know your your phone is gone. I feel bad. You're just probably getting off. a call.
0: Yeah, Johnny Cash is going nuts over here.
3: Well, we know you're getting ready to go on stage yeah. soon, and we're looking forward to the show. Thanks very much for taking the time out to hang with Talking Metal. We really appreciate
0: it, man. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. And like I said, you guys will get the exclusive on the new on the new project, and uh, and just everybody keep on. Uh, You know, coming out to the black label shows. We love everybody that's I mean this whole tour's been awesome, so it's all it's all killer, man. Thanks, Nick. All right buddy.
1: Messiah off the Mafia record which came out in 2005 a great great track so John you've been spending a lot of time with Black Label Society seeing them play live and hanging out with them and even went with Zach up to Connecticut to an acoustic radio show he was doing which I know there's a picture on the site of you guys hanging out
3: yeah absolutely Black Label is uh, such a great band musically and then personally these guys are all really cool I am friends with some of the family members, uh, Zach's, Zach's family, Nick's family, J.D.'s family. I don't know Craig's family, but um, everybody has just been unbelievable to me. Uh, they hooked me up with an amazing black label vest, which I
1: wear 24-7, which you're wearing right now. You got the, the patches on there and stuff, which is awesome. The patches all have different meaning, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Each patch uh, has a meaning, and uh, the only patch that I am missing right now is the chapter patch. And when they were putting the coat together for me, uh, they didn't have a New York City one, and Zach was so cool uh, when he saw me for the first time with the coat. He said, it looks great, but he goes, you need the chapter patch. And uh, he is going to have one actually made for me, and then they're going to FedEx it over.
1: Cool. And I don't know if we mentioned this, but all this stuff that we just heard was taped down in Baltimore what was it 2 weeks ago right almost 2 weeks ago
3: yeah actually it was at a place called Ramshead Live Great Venue just had such a great time at that particular Black Label show it was really amazing hung out with the the band before the show after the show during the show i actually was right next to Moby who is uh, the guitar tech for Uh, Zach and Nick And uh, what was great is uh, They were switching guitars constantly This guy Moby is like Probably the hardest working guy In any band crew that I've ever seen Sometimes uh, they were bringing the guitar over to me There's a a shot on the site Where I'm uh, holding one of Nick's signature Washburns And it has a Floyd Rose on it And it's just a
1: very very cool guitar And check that out on the website Yeah I will definitely Got a letter here Hey guys just checking in Great episode with Tony Kosminski it's always interesting to hear people's opinions about different artists. I saw Mastodon and Priestess on Saturday. It was an excellent show. It would be great if you could get Mastodon on an upcoming episode. Priestess would be amazing, too. Also, I got Three Inches of Blood and Overloaded off of iTunes tonight. They're both great albums. Thanks for the recommendations. Keep them coming. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's from Kevin in Atlanta, Georgia. Kevin thanks man as you guys know Atlanta one of my favorite cities Uh, Overloaded those guys are out of Michigan they're great we've had them on the we had uh, Eric from Overloaded on the podcast and Three Inches of Blood uh, we've featured some of their music they are excellent love those guys and uh, sure man Mastodon would be great I tried to when I was over in Italy I tried to hook up with those guys for an interview in Florence because we were both there at the same time but it it didn't happen unfortunately so maybe next time they come through New York we'll uh, grab them we'll see And we're going to get back to more Black Label Society coverage with John Astronomy down in Baltimore, Maryland. And as John said, this happened a few weeks ago. We're a little backed up right now. We got a lot of great interviews coming up that we already have in the can. We got Vinnie Paul, the great Vinnie Paul. It's going to be amazing. We got Into Eternity. We got Scar Cemetery. We got Dark Tranquility. We got The Haunted. We have Bonnie from Wild Child Magazine. We have. Messiah's Rain. Yeah, so stay tuned. Harley on his website has that the interview is currently posted, which it's not, unfortunately, so I hope all his fans are, aren't are uh, going through all the episodes looking for the interview. It will be soon, Harley. Hang in there.
3: But we have actually played Messiah's Rain on a previous episode, one of the Nolita House episodes.
1: Yeah, maybe that's why it was mixed up. What do you got?
3: We have a crazy uh, interview, which I think you guys are going to really enjoy. It's really funny. It's me on the bus with J.D., both of JD's brothers, the very famous Pat the Cat. We've got Nick in the background who <laughs> you can you can hear. We've got uh Nick's mom, Carol, and we've got Big Nick he's one of the coolest guys ever. And uh we got JD's two sister in laws as well. And it is just a very, very funny interview. We talk about uh JD's first guitar and it's great. And then we're gonna round out the podcast with a little concrete jungle first single from shot to hell just an amazing track
1: absolutely check it out and definitely support black label society go buy their cd at the store today or go download this stuff legally on itunes that's the way to do it support the artist man you gotta support these guys they're out busting their ass so why steal from
3: them absolutely we even put a link up where you can click on the link on talking metal and go buy some black label society Here's the interview. Hey, it's John from Talking Metal. I'm hanging out on a Black Label Society tour bus with the DeServio and the Cat and families. How you guys doing? Yeah! Yeah! Well <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting next to J D and we've got Pat the Cat sitting across from us. <laughs> living, which is, legend. Your, uh, living legend in his own mind. The living legend. Now we hear, Pat, that you bought J D his first guitar.
4: That's correct. That's correct. I bought him. I'm really, you know, responsible for where he is today. You know, if it wasn't for me, he would have nothing.
2: Now, now, what do you think about that? That's a modest remark. <laughs> now, what was this guitar? It was a Kmart. It was a Kmart. Oh, I thought you said Kramer. He, he lifted it. He uh, okay. didn't. Pay, it wouldn't pay for nothing <laughs> for me. Now, he no, actually bought me uh, my first Kramer. We got the headless Kramer Voyager, yeah. purple, wow, and boom. it was purple.
4: Nice. <laughs>
2: Back in what year was that? Oh, uh, actually, that was that was what that was my senior year in high school because uh, i my junior year in high school because so I made the honor roll. He never th- he, they said I'd never make the honor roll, and he said, If you make the honor roll, I'll buy you a base. So,
4: very good. Cool. Then the next market parody he screwed up, so I took it back. I did,
2: I did, I, did. I messed up bads, I can't talk about. It was in my another lifetime. And, you
4: know.
3: and look where he is now today. It's with a great band and hanging out and rocking and rolling with Black Label. Sexy. It's
4: very sexy. <laughs>
3: so, now, Pat Cat, you are a veteran of hanging out in Baltimore, right? Tell us about You've come down here in your boat, and you have a great time.
4: Oh, yeah, I have a—we uh, come down here about twice a year on my uh, speedboat. We just bought it. We had it made in Florida, and we come down here really a, a lot, and we're so proud of my brother playing here. We wish he would play here a lot more, you know? I wish he'd get a gig in the Bahamas so then we could yeah. visit him by boat in the Bahamas, but I don't know. Well, maybe he maybe if, he, if he was a rapper, we'd have a better chance of going to the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. you guys are an unbelievable amazing
3: crew of people we got right. big nick cat here how you doing big nick i'm doing cool man i'm all right you got carol i'm doing well <laughs> and we got nick hanging out in the back What is that your phone or what is that no
4: i don't no, i don't think to say a word uh, <laughs> really, really nobody else does yeah
3: spokesman. You're J.D.'s brother, too, right? <laughs> Younger brother, yes. Uh, yeah, Younger brother. <laughs>
4: brother. No relation to Pat DeCappos. <laughs> yeah. I would never admit to that court of law You can't prove it. You can't prove They're it. not going to show my face on TV, are they? <laughs> we, we can if you want. No, thank you. No, no,
3: no, no. But you
0: have the perfect face for radio. I know. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, he really does. Right perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
3: looking forward to the show tonight we're going to let you guys take a few minutes and hang out before the show and we want to thank everybody for taking the time out to hang out with talking metal all right yeah. is this a podcast yeah. metal. well right now it's a WAPcast. i'm half italian too so very good yeah this is the uh, the italians hanging out but very good and how about we get all you guys to do an id and say you are listening to talking metal
4: this is Pat the Cat, and you're listening to Talking Metal, all the way from Inner Harbor, Baltimore. <laughs> rock on, brother! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of blew your chance. You can say this is the Pat the Cat show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get one from you, too.
3: Okay. <laughs>
2: this is JD from Black Label, and you're listening to Talking Metal.
3: Am I crazy? Perfect, guys. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Right. How about Big Nick? Big Nick? Hey, man, you're listening
4: to Talking Metal, rock and roll. <laughs>